I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We often talk on this program about the need to have mentors of all kinds. And what if you could get that advice from some of those master mentors? Uh, and get that insight on those principles that can make a difference. Well, we're really pleased to have joining us back on the program again, someone who's not only a master mentor himself, but someone who convenes master mentors uh, and has a new book out. It's actually Master Mentors 2. He is the author and podcast host, Scott Miller, and uh, of course he's part of the Franklin Covey team there. And Scott, thanks for joining us today. Boyd, my friend, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well and doing better now that we got you on the show to enlighten us uh, with some great insights. Uh, another round, another successful launch uh, of a book coming your way. Uh, give us some some insight. What was the, the real driving force? What are the themes that uh, you see in this next round, Master Mentors 2? Well, I think mentorship is pervasive now in our society. That's great news. Most organizations are implementing mentorship programs, right? They're, they're matching new up-and-coming younger employees with more seasoned, wiser leaders, and that's great. I think that's a fantastic thing. Every organization ought to have a mentoring program in place. But beyond that, I also think it's a little bit limiting. I don't think we should define mentorship as, well, I'm partnered with, you know, Tina over in Human Resources or the CFO or the CEO. I think that mentorship can be anybody in your life. I'll tell you, Boyd, most of my mentors in life, I've never met. In fact, they don't even know I exist. (laughs) They're best-selling authors. They're business titans. They're authors where I listen to their podcast or I watch their television program or I follow them around the nation and hear them speak, I think that mentorship can be broader than just someone that perhaps you're matched with as a employee perk. Uh, Both I, are great. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's so important, right? As we talk about it in in the context of mentors I've never met or friends I've yet to meet in person. Uh and uh, <laughs> but I think it's part of a mentality and it's part of what I love about what you do, Scott, and how you do it. Uh is it really is a mindset of learning from everybody, like everybody's a mentor in your space, and you're constantly sharing those ideas and insights and observations that we often miss if we're so myopic, you know, looking at our own world or our own social media feed. Uh, so give us some sense uh, from from this round of Master Mentors, uh, some of those observations, some of those principles that uh, maybe have been in the background for some of us. 
Sure. Well, as you know, the Master Mentor series published by HarperCollins is really based on Franklin Covey's weekly podcast called On Leadership with Scott Miller. Franklin Covey, of course, being the world's most trusted leadership company, is now in its fifth year of what has now become the world's largest weekly leadership podcast. I'm privileged to sit in the host chair, similar to you. And each week I interview people of remarkable accomplishments. Some of them are best-selling authors, some are celebrities, and some are just people like perhaps you and I that maybe had something remarkable happen in their lives to them or for them, and I wrote about it in the book. Here's a great example. It was a gentleman, a gentleman named Bobby Herrera. Mexican by birth, American by citizenship, one of 13 Latino kids in a family, first of the family to be born in the U.S. Bobby was a very accomplished basketball player in high school with his brother. He went on to become a very famous entrepreneur and wrote a beautiful book called The Gift of Struggle. Mm -hmm. But the story I share in the book, there's 30 mentors that I share in each of the 10 volumes. Bobby shares that in high school, he and his brother were on the high school basketball team. And every evening when they would play a basketball game, lose or win, the basketball bus would stop at a local restaurant and the team all went in and had dinner together. Except for Bobby and his brother, there was no money for them to go in and have dinner with the team. So everybody just knew that the Herrera brothers stayed on the bus and they ate the dinner that their mother had packed them in a brown bag. Except for one evening. When one of the players' fathers, a very successful businessman in New Mexico, reboarded the bus while everybody else was in ordering their dinner, he reboards the bus and walks back to the Herrera brothers and says, young men, I want you to join us for dinner. I'm going to pay for your dinner. No one needs to know. In exchange, I just want you to pay it forward somewhere later in life. And Bobby Herrera says, boy, it was the first time in his life that he'd ever felt seen by anyone. And this person, this man, had boarded that bus and had made him feel seen. And although the story is very tender, I think in all of our lives, as mentors, formal, informal, we have to ask ourselves, who was it that reboarded the bus for us? Yeah. Who was it that made us feel seen, and who can you reboard the bus for? There's one example of 30 really life-changing stories to ask yourself, who should you, read the bu- who should you reboard the bus for? Who could you make feel seen? Yeah, oh, that's so powerful, and and we all have opportunities to do that every day. Uh, and it, it is, as uh, David Brooks often points out, you know, to be seen and to see each other deeply uh, is, is really the essence of our humanity. And I love that whole idea of who who are we going to reboard the bus for uh, is such an important not not just mentor principle, leadership principle. It's a it's a human being principle uh, that we all can go out and apply today. There's not a single person listening right now who can't get on the bus for somebody today in some way and help them feel seen uh, and and valued. Uh, Scott, before I let you go, give, give us one more example uh, from these many. The, the book is so powerful, and the way you frame things and, and are able to bring these, not just stories, because these are not just stories. These are experiences uh, that are grounded in principle. Uh, but share one more with us before I let you go. Sure. Sean Covey, right? Our local hometown leader. He, of course, wrote the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. Dr. Stephen R. Covey, our co-founder, was his father. Sean has gone on to remarkable success as a literary author and speaker and is the president of Franklin Covey's education division. Well, Sean was having a conversation with me once prior to being interviewed in the podcast and kind of just innocuously, Boyd, he said to me, you know, this guy, there's a difference between your self-worth your self-confidence, and your self-esteem. 
Now, I think we tend to use those quite mm. interchangeably in our conversation. He said, your self-worth is creator-given, God-given if you're religious, but your self-worth is the same as everybody else's. You can't increase it or decrease it. No one can take it from you. It's creator-given. And once you realize that your self-worth is the same as, you know, U.S. presidents and the same as, you know, celebrities and authors and business people, then you can decide to focus on your self-esteem and your self-confidence, because those can be increased or decreased by others and yourself. And I just like the idea of recognizing that my self-worth is the same as everybody else's in the company or in Utah or in the world, and to set that aside. No one can improve it or diminish it. Now I'm going to go to work on making sure my self-confidence and my self-esteem are strong every day of the week. And I thought that was a transformational insight, at least for me personally. Yeah, fantastic. And and uh, Scott, I'm going to sneak in one last question because I can, because as you know, when you're the host, you can change the rules. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to change the rules. And, and uh, always when you're doing a, a book project uh, like this, you sort of have that mindset going in. Uh, you kind of have some directions and some framing put together. Uh, but then there's always something that surprises you along the way. So as you were putting together this uh, edition of Master Mentors, uh, Volume Two. What what surprised you? Because you've done this before. You 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 know the Master Mentors. You you've learned from all these people in your podcast every week. Uh, what surprised you this round? Well, the bigger and the bigger the celebrities and guests become, as you know, appearing on Franklin Covey's podcast. What they continue to have in common is a just indefatigable work ethic. I, I don't care if it's you know Governor former ambassador huntsman or it's you know people that are billionaires or people that you know are experts in in customer service or finance or business strategy what these people share is is they work smart but they also work hard they don't rest on their laurels they keep reinventing themselves they keep disrupting themselves and they keep staying current in their leadership skills their productivity skills they really behave their way into a reputation of being trusted by others. Mm. They make and keep commitments. They over-deliver and under-promise. I just think, I think it's still very relevant to have a strong work ethic, and all of these mentors share that in common. Ah, so important. Scott Miller is the host of the Franklin Covey-sponsored On Leadership with Scott Miller, the world's largest and fastest-growing weekly leadership podcast. And as we've been mentioning, he's also the author of the new book, Master Mentors, Transformative Insight, from Our Greatest Minds, Volume 2, and you can get that today. Uh, Scott, uh, another great launch, another great uh, book, and great principles uh, that all of us can apply today, tomorrow, uh, at home, at work, and in our communities. And that's how we do make the world just a a little bit better place. Uh, Scott, thanks so much for joining us today. Boy, thanks for the spotlight. All right. Again, that's Scott Miller from Franklin Covey. Uh, Great book, Master Mentors, Volume 2. Check it out. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, our own Amy Donaldson is going to join us, talk about her podcast coming up next. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.